Welcome to Breakthrough Cocktail. We're mixing up happiness, good life skills, and adding a dash of improv to help you live an awesome life. Please give it up for your breakthrough mixologist, Gary Ware. Welcome to another episode of Breakthrough Cocktail, where we're here to give you recipes to have a happy and fulfilled life. I'm your host, Gary Ware, and this is episode 51. It's been a while since I had a solo solo show, so I'm happy to be back here to give you some really cool updates on what I've been working on over the last couple of months. And that big thing is I'm here to announce my first ever virtual summit. Back in episode 35, when I talked about radical goal setting, I talked about some of my big goals for 2015. And with this virtual summit, I'm actually going to be crossing off two of them for my list. Uh, the first one is the Throw a Virtual Summit, uh, which I'm going to talk about here in a second. And then the other one is through that virtual summit, it's my hopes that I will raise money to build a school. And that's through Pencils of Promise. Uh, you can go to pencilsofpromise.com to learn a little bit more about them. But through their fundraising acts, anyone like yourself you can raise money to help them build a school in far off countries and in impoverished areas. And my hopes is to raise twenty five thousand dollars to build a school in Guatemala. You know, believe it or not, you know that's how much it costs to build a school, and it's not that much. And by producing some awesome content that is going to help you level up your life um, and give you some bonuses. We're also going to be helping some other people level up their life. So this virtual summit, what is it? The theme of this summit is called the Elixir of Life. And going on the theme of Breakthrough Cocktail and recipes and whatnot, the whole point of that is what is that magical recipe that is going to help you have a fulfilled and happy life? Because if there was really elixir of life, you know, a potion that you can take and you can have everlasting life. I would love to have that. Um, Unfortunately, it doesn't exist. So what we have instead is a bunch of recipes. When you combine them, you will have a full and happy life. And so these, this virtual summit is going to be a five-day summit, which starts April 27th, and it goes through May 1st, and every day is going to be a different theme that's going to give you tools, techniques, case studies on what you can do in different areas of your life that will help you improve it, because I feel that if you get better, everything else gets better. And so, you know, why did I decide that was going to be my virtual summit is over the last couple of months, I've been working massively on my own personal development. I've been just very conscious about working on my physical self, my mental self, working on my confidence, working on my communication styles. And it has helped me just live an awesome life, be more grateful, be more present. And I have had the pleasure of working with a lot of really cool mentors that have shown me the way. And I want to give that to you. So that is why I did this summit. And To be quite honest, I have never done a virtual summit before. This is my first time, and I learned so many things along the way. I'll recap everything after the virtual summit in an episode. So if you are looking to do something similar, you can uh, learn from my mistakes or just see what it's really like. 
But it's been an awesome adventure. I've met some awesome people, and everyone has really stepped up to help out. So at first, I thought I can do everything myself. I was like, oh, yeah, this will be easy. But I come to find out it was not easy, and I couldn't do everything myself. So I definitely reached out. And so for everyone who has helped me, uh, from my buddy Steve, who's helped with the graphics, to my friend Hans, who has a bartending school here in San Diego that he allowed us to shoot our in-person videos at, to my friends over at Clever Talks, uh, to my wife, who's been very supportive. Um, all of them, I owe all of this to because if it wasn't for... Oh, and Heather. Uh, Heather Mattenly, who's been my campaign manager. Wow, I sound like I'm giving an acceptance speech. Uh, but nonetheless, it's, it's taken a village, and we are so excited to bring you this virtual summit. So the next couple of episodes the next four, to be exact, are going to be giving you a preview of what it's going to be like at the virtual summit. Like I said, it's going to be a five-day virtual summit. And if you don't know what a virtual summit is, uh, for my virtual summit, it's free to sign up. I'll give you the URL at the end. And if you watch the presentations and the interviews in real time, so the day that it comes out, you will get to watch it for free. Um, like I said, this information is so valuable, and it's helped me, and I know it's going to help you. So if you watch it in real time, um, it's free. And if you want to download the videos and, and keep them so you can watch it over and over again, it's just going to be a small cost of $97, and you get all of the videos so you can watch them over and over again. You'll get the audio version so you can put it on your MP3 player so you can listen to it while you're at the gym or on the go. You'll also get a whole bunch of bonuses that my speakers have thrown in, like courses, ebooks, um, some one on one coaching opportunities, et cetera. And that's only $97. But here's, here's the big catch I'm not looking to make a dime off of this virtual summit. I want all of the proceeds to go towards uh, the Pencils of Promise campaign to help us raise $25,000 to build a school in Guatemala. So that's where that's going. So if anything, look at it like this. You're investing in your own personal development, and so you're also develop, um, investing in the personal development of someone else. So that's the virtual summit elixir of life, and now let's dive into it. So this episode, I'm going to be talking about day one and day two. Uh, day one, we're going to be talking about passion and purpose. And on day one, we're going to give you some tips on how you can follow your passion and live a life with purpose. You're going to hear from some best-selling authors uh, like Jarek Robbins, improvisers like my friend Gary Hirsch from On Your Feet. I met him at World Domination Summit. And that day is really going to set the foundation for the rest of the summit. And I'm going to play you a quick clip from my buddy Jarek Robbins. And Jarek, if you're not familiar with Jarek Robbins, he's a performance coach, best-selling author, he just released a book called Live It. It's an awesome book. I highly recommend that you pick it up. But in this clip, he talks about what does it mean to focus on the majors and the minors and how it will help you move that much faster towards your goals. So the majors are the most important areas of life, the type of areas of life that if you do not focus on these, I guarantee at some point stuff's going to fall apart. 
And we just point out the ones that we think are most important, but obviously different people have different opinions on this. But we say, you know, health-wise, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. That's a major. If you lose your health, you are done as a human being, period. You could have everything else in your life go right, you mess up on the health, you're done. You don't get to enjoy it, you're out, you're dead, you're in the graveyard. Second, emotions. Again, even if you're the healthiest human being on earth, but emotionally you're broke, you're never going to get to experience how amazing life is. You know, you're going to make all the money, have a great business, have an awesome person in your life, and you're going to feel like crap all day. (laughs) That's horrible. So health-wise, emotion-wise, third, family life. Now, some people, when you say family, uh, they don't quite get along with their blood family, the people who, you know, they were born to or connected with in that way. So it might not be your blood family. It might be, you know, the people you call family, those people, those friends, those associates, that community that you go to that you can count on no matter what. And that's an important part. Community, in my mind, is huge. You have to have that family community. You have to have that place that you can go where you know that if you're in a tight spot, these are the people that will show up for you. Um, and without it, life gets pretty lonely. You know, you have to have that community in some way, shape, or form. The, the next one, a relationship, intimate relationship. And it's something I learned along the way is you can achieve all the goals you dream of. If you don't have someone to share it with, it's not worth much. Gets kind of old pretty fast where you're sitting around and you have all this stuff and you're like, well, kind of boring. <laughs> you know, there's no one to share it with. There's no one to be like, hey, look what we did. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, I got another thing. Yay. <laughs> That's it. Uh, oh, well. So you need someone to share it with. You need intimacy. You need that person you go to to give that you filling them up and fueling them up lights your soul on fire. And in relationships, the biggest thing I always ask people, are you going to your relationship to give something or to get something? And if you're going to get something out of a relationship, eventually you will drain it. It'll be over and there won't be anything left for you there. So how do you train yourself to go to a relationship to give? That way you can never run out of giving what you want to give. And therefore, you can always find new creative ways to give it. Therefore, that relationship will last forever. Um, Next one, uh, how about your professional life? And what's interesting is not everyone in their life has to deal with this, but the mass majority of people do. You need to find something that you can call a career or a mission or a passion in life that you use as your kind of professional or business life. So if that area is missing and all you have is like you're a super healthy guy with a great relationship and you don't have a business or you don't have any a job <laughs> or a career or a passion or something you do, it's going to be kind of hard to pay the bills. <laughs> and we live in the world nowadays where – You kind of need resources if you're going to have the life you really want, you know? Um, People say money is kind of like air. It doesn't matter until you don't have any. And then it's like, oh, shoot, I really need some. (laughs) Uh, So so what are you going to do in this area? Hopefully you do something you love, that you're passionate about, that you literally every day you come home, you're like, I can't believe I get paid to do this. That is so freaking cool. Like that kind of stuff. Um, the, The last couple ones... Let's say your finances, again, just like business, if you produce a ton of money but you don't do the right things with it, oh boy, you can get yourself in trouble in the wrong ways there. Final area is spiritual life, probably the most important. You know, what do you do spiritually? Do you feel guided in life? Do you have faith? When stuff gets hairy, you know, when I was told I had five days left to live living in a village in Uganda, it's a test of faith. 
you're like, hey, is the, the guy wearing the white coat saying he's a doctor, is he right? <laughs> Am I done? Is this it? Or do I think that I have another day left after this? And if I do think I have another day left after this, how much faith do I have that it's really going to happen? And really believing in something more than just the moment. So those are the ones that we call the majors. Now the minors, anything that distracts you from those things. Anything. You know, and people are like, well, video games are minors. If it's not your passion in the way that you're making money or the business you're doing or some way that rejuvenates you, yes, it's absolutely a minor and a distraction. Um, you know, magazines, tabloids, a lot of the media stuff, it, it's all minors. It distracts you from doing the most important things in your life and focusing on the things that actually help you to become a healthier, happier, more fulfilled human being. And if you average out, the average person watches in the U.S. at least eight hours of TV a day, eight hours. No, you do in eight hours. You can start a business, you could raise a child, you could work out, you could run marathons. Like there's so many things you could do with that time every single day. And most people just drain it away, you know, numbing themselves out on Facebook or TV or whatever else they're doing. It's crazy. That was day one. Now on day two, we're going to talk about personal alignment. We're going to give you tools to help you be your best self. We'll also cover productivity hacks, how to meditate, how to improve your style, some tips on health. And in this last clip, you're, we're going to hear from productivity strategist Mike Verdi. He runs the website Productivityist. And in this clip, he talks about how you can better deal with distractions. Because, you know, as we all know, in our day, there are so many things from emails to alerts to coworkers that can be a distraction and pull us off of our day and keep us from really, you know, getting shit done. So, Let's turn it over to Mike to tell us how we can be better at avoiding distractions. Yeah, there's three different things that can happen. The three D's, I call them, that are dangerous. There's distractions, diversions, and disruptions. And normally what happens is the distractions are things that you can control. So that's why I like to create that distinction. Distractions are like if my phone was to go off right now. I could have controlled that in advance. But a disruption would be, like you said, a coworker coming up and saying, hey, I need you to do this. You can't, unless you're a hypnotist, you can't control what they do or tie them to the chair or something like that. Or if they're your boss, you certainly can't. Um, but the problem is, is that both distraction and disruption can lead you down a path of diversion. Now, diversion can be good or bad. But in a lot of cases, what happens is when we are done dealing with that disruption, we don't know where to look. So we go to Facebook or we go to cute cat videos or whatever. Again, this is where modality can help. This is where the idea of, hey, you know, I was working on this project and my flow was broken. You and I were talking about Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi's book before, Flow. And when your flow is broken, um, you're, you kind of come out of it in a haze, right? You're like, whoa, whoa, you know? And that's what happens if you get disrupted because you are literally like being woken up in the middle of the night. It's like that, being jarred awake. So you don't know quite what to do. So if you have these modes, if you have these, okay, well, you know what? I, I was working on this project, but now I'm sitting at my desk. So let's look at what I can do while I'm sitting at my desk. You will find your way back to flow rather than rely on your intuition or, you know, just your wherewithal to say, okay, you know what, I was disrupted, uh, let's try to get back into that thing I was working on. It's better to have a safety net 
which would be these modalities or these contexts or whatever you want to call them, because then you can say, hey, you know what? I'm at my desk right now, and there's the phone. What phone calls do I need to make? Or, and this is a classic one, where else do you go? You go to email or you go to Facebook. But you know what? Have that in your task management application. Don't go in there with the question, I wonder what email I have, or I wonder what's going on on Facebook. Go in with the mission of, I'm going to Facebook now because of this. I'm checking email to deal with these emails. Because when you go in with a mission rather than a question, then you're going to get better results. And you bring up a really good point of going with the mission because... I agree. We'll go, oh, I should probably check email or I should probably go on Facebook. And then you blink and two hours have passed. And then you wonder why were you even there in the first place? Yeah. If you're, I mean, I've talked to a number of people in military and you don't have, this is exactly why when you focus on task over time, time actually benefits because you're using your time wisely because you're focusing your, your energy and tasks are not wasting nearly as much of it. If you went in, if you, if, if military forces went into a situation with questions and not a mission in mind, what would happen? Yeah. So think of it this way. Think of like, hey, you know what? And, and no one, no one can say that they can go into email and not have a clue uh, what they need to do in there. If you know you have, I mean, most people use emails as their task management system. So at the very least, have something organized there so that when you go in, you could say, oh, here's the folder from D1. Like I've got a, a three-mail folder that I use, and I talk about the different ways that you can sort your emails so that you can actually process it regularly. You can say, okay, well, here's the folder I need to go to. Instead of going to your inbox, which is basically bad Christmas for you, generally, it's, that's what it is. It's like you don't get the presents you want. So go to the thing you know. I mean, Tony Robbins has talked about this as well. What do we need in life? Certainty and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. But whenever you want to get things done and get the right things done, you better bank on certainty before uncertainty because uncertainty leads to mystery. And mis- we all love a good mystery. We all love to explore a good mystery. But the problem is, is in many cases, we don't have the time to do that. Yeah. Or we don't have the time to do it right now. Yeah. So... The goal for, for what I, when I talk to people about this stuff, I kind of break it down to the things that, that, you know, how do we make sure that we don't get caught up and how do I get to the right things? I'm like, okay, well, first off, get through the things that you need to do. So those need tos, and you know what those are. And don't call them have tos, call them need tos, because have to makes it sound like you're being, you know, forced to do it. It's, it's got a bit more of a negative connotation to it. To me, need to means that it's somewhat internalized as well. Right? It's not so much, I mean, sure, you may have to do it because your boss says to, but you also need to do it. Why? Because you don't want to lose your job. Yep. Right? Then, then once you get through those need tos, then there's the ought tos, and that's where we often get stuck, right? Should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? And that's where these task management applications and systems can come into play. It's also going to help you decide what road to go down, right? Do I want to take the scenic route or do I want to take the freeway? If you're going to take the freeway, then you're going to skip the ought tos and go right to the want tos. If you're going to take the scenic route, you'll take some time to decide, are some of these ought tos needs or wants? The last one would be the want tos, the things you want to do, right? And when you get that's ultimately at the end of the day, your destination should have some want tos there because that makes every, you know, that makes every day better, right? So putting some of these simple measures in place, and it sounds really complex when you're looking at it from the outside in, but once you start doing it by like just capturing your ideas regularly and focusing on, 
you know, not worrying so much about time because time moves on whether we want it to or not and focusing on the things we can control, then you all of a sudden can start to make things happen the way you really want them to and have some real breakthroughs. There you have it. So that's a preview of day one and day two of our virtual summit, the Elixir of Life. So now you're probably thinking, all right, Gary, this is awesome. I'm in. Sign me up. Where do I go? So all you have to do is go to www.elixiroflifesummit.com, put in your name and email address, and like I said, you will be automatically signed up. It's free. I do highly suggest that you invest in yourself and in someone else and throw down the $97. We're going to provide 10x that in value from all of the video recordings to the bonuses that you'll have. So I highly suggest that you just throw down and do that. All the proceeds are going to our Pencils of Promise campaign to raise $25,000 to build a school in Guatemala. And another thing is if you are not in front of a computer, you're out and about, and you don't necessarily have time to go to elixiroflifesummit.com to sign up, you can text elixir to 33444. Then you'll get um, a text back where you just put in your email address and then you will be automatically signed up there. So I'm making it uber simple for you to get this awesome value. That concludes another episode of the Breakthrough Cocktail Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Ware. Until next time, stay awesome. You've been listening to Breakthrough Cocktail. If you liked what you heard, be sure to visit www.breakthroughcocktail.com forward slash newsletter to sign up for the insider newsletter. As a subscriber, you'll get instant access to exclusive content and frequent doses of happiness. See you there. Until then, stay awesome. Stay awesome.